Go. Rolling. This well, is... You like that theme music, by the way? Oh, the theme music is so beautiful. It's like candy to my ears. Oh, it's a little foreshadowing for the hot circus mess that we might be. Okay, so this is Time to Woke Up. I'm Eric. And I'm Corey. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about minimalism. Minimalism. Wow. It's like a, that's a funny word. It's like brewery. <laughs> minimalism. It's all N's and M's in there. Yeah, a lot of M's and N's. Yeah. We so, are. Here's why we're minimalists. Because of your anxiety. Because I have terrible anxiety <laughs> and terrible OCD. And I love. I get a. You know when they talk about the dopamine rush from like when people have Facebook on their phones, they get that little like a oh, bing yeah. or they bing, see bing, the bing, little, bing, 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 you know that, that little like woo or woo. that first drag of a warm cigarette on a cold oh, winter's God. night. When I throw something in the garbage, you get I off. Feel it like do you it, get a, it's do energy. you get like a little hard when you throw a big things away? Um, if I had a vagina, I would get moist. Ew. <laughs> What? That's inappropriate. That's disgusting. Why? Yes. That's what happens to your genitalia. Oh my god, Eric! <laughs> so I, so you do can not ask... bring up my vagina. You, I asked you if you get hard. I'm talking about your genitalia. So you asked me if I get hard, but me saying if my if I had a vagina, it why would get moist is inappropriate. It, why did you have to bring it to my vagina? We are talking about. I'm saying your... if I had a vagina. So, so yay or nay on the havesy? Yeah, I would say okay. yes. <laughs> I love it. The sound you do get off on. Here's it. my favorite thing: when you you have fresh garbage bag in the ki- mm. in the bin, mm. and something goes in it, and it's mm. like a yeah, but it the bottom of the down well, the but sides. it hits the bottom Thunk. of the. It doesn't hit existing garbage. Yeah, I love throwing shit out. Talk we get me. a dumpster once a year. Mm. Now we've gotten really good at donating, yes, uh, repurposing, yep, and selling in yes. the cases where the item may have Second some hand. value. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are we minimalists? I don't know what we are. Like, I cannot function with clutter. I don't like things on right. surfaces. I don't like colors. Yeah. So like. Oh, when this episode drops, we should do a picture of our living room. We should do that. Because it's pretty. We. So Silas. And what has, I mean by I don't like colors is I like white walls. Yeah. And clean. Just clean lines. Just clean. Just I don't want. I don't want fucking neutral tones or like I don't want to. What do they call those? The, those fucking walls. A statement. I don't want a statement, statement wall. wall. I don't want to. I don't want any of that. You paint everything white. You Ooh. throw all your shit out. Remember the time that you painted Olive's nursery when I was super pregnant and I had to work a thirteen-hour day, and then I came home and cried because I hated it so much. I I have this vague recollection of a time where I surprised you by redoing <laughs> the new baby's nursery <laughs> and painting for ten hours straight, and then you coming home and hating it. Yeah. I do. Do you have remember that. that? Yeah, me too. And then. I have this other recollection <laughs> of staying up until 3.30 in the morning, repainting it. Yeah. I had that, that me recollection. Too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't white, just as a side note. But, no, but it's a very, very her. light gray. That's too much for me. I don't want that. Like the, uh, Are there any rooms left that are just the kids' rooms? Are the kids' gray. rooms are gray. Very light gray. Yeah. Everything else. So we, I'm just not going to paint it. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it. Um, it's also very hard to have white walls with children. We do a lot of magic erasing and a, yeah, a lot of repainting, really, touching but up. Really, it didn't get bad until Olive. Silas yeah. is not a he's not a wall drawer, but she's so just. We're minimalist in a lot of ways. Yeah. Our physical living space is very 
I would say if you compared it to the average living space of a couple with two young kids is very empty and very clean. Now, that doesn't mean we don't own things. Right. And it doesn't mean that things don't get messy, but it means that we don't own a lot of things. And when they are messy, we clean them. Like we don't I don't allow things to stay messy. No, I just can't. We can't. And the kids have things, but they don't have an abundance of things Mm -hmm. like they don't have 400 stuffed animals. Right. They just don't. They don't have like, uh, you know, another example is like Silas has like, you know, bins of Legos, but they go back in the bin and the bin goes away at night. Yeah. We don't keep it out. We clean every day, every day, every day at night. Everything is away. Everything is sometimes away. I let the kids room stay a mess. Yes. Sometimes I let the kids room stay a mess. But and we li- so we also live in a small house. It's very small. Well, I mean, it's all relative, but sure. we have what a little over a thousand square feet upstairs yeah, we have a one floor three bedroom ranch with one bathroom it's a small space for the yeah. amount of people that live in here with a cat and we do have a kind of a spare room guest room downstairs yeah and then also a playroom downstairs and where we are podcasting from we have like a it used to be my office and then i we tr- tr- converted it into like whatever this is now like yeah. a there's like a den a, a den yeah so but we stretch the minimalist thing further than that. We do it in, like, let's say the cars we drive. We yep. buy used vehicles and ride them into the ground. We uh, we do it in the clothes we buy. You and I have, like, oh. we have very small closets in, in this house, and they are yeah. f- very not full. Like, we don't own a lot of clothes. Yeah. We, we do. Well, we really do capsule wardrobes. We do capsule wardrobes before they had a name. <laughs> We just you did. we buy yeah. some things and we wear them. That's yeah. really it. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't take elaborate vacations. We don't do elaborate things with our children. Like we prioritize being outside and reading. We don't we don't you know, like we just yeah. don't or experiences. I think or we experiences, you know, we're less of a elf on the shelf family and more of a we will never have an elf on the shelf. No, we won't. But, you know, but like but and and I'm not against elf on the shelf in in what it is. I just don't want to be spending time and energy coming up with creative things to do with the elf and then having to post them on social media, right? Like, that's just too much work for me. It's not minimalist. I'm really on a kick to buy secondhand, to donate things for them to get another life, to purchase things, to save up and purchase fewer of things, but higher quality things. And, you know, so, and we live, so our house is built in the 50s. The closets are small. The spaces are not big. And that has really helped us be forced to streamline. So er the kids have, really, they have two of most things, shoe-wise, I'm talking. And then only one of those is out at any given time. So, Well, same thing with our shoes. Right. Like, I have, like, two pairs of dress shoes and some sneakers, but I keep a pair of the dress shoes put away. Right. Because I don't need both of them out. And then we have some downstairs in storage that we may need for different seasons. Right, like boots. We we, we move them around. But we have one pair of rain boots for the kids. And, again, we usually will have two. I like to – with kids, I like to have backups. But – so two pairs of rain boots, but one pair is out. Two pairs of snow boots, but one pair is out. And then two pairs of sneakers, one pair is out. And the same for sandals. And then that's it. And so we keep our closet – I did really during like the quarantine period, did some organizing and yeah. it's been quite nice to streamline. We streamline like our spices. Well, we also we don't have like, kitchen. Um, we don't keep a lot of nostalgic items around. Like no. we each have a bin yep. and you can put anything you want in the bin. Uh, I threw all my childhood shit out like, except for a few them. very, very key items. <laughs> but like we have a bin of like, um, I don't know what you, not memorabilia. I don't know what you call it. It's like memory stuff. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mostly 
mine are mostly women writing me love letters. You know, I noticed that. Yeah. It's not surprising to me that you drew such passion out of so many women. <laughs> because mostly because you're so happy and you're so positive and yeah. accepting. No, I know. I know. I'm very like a radiant personality. So warm and inviting. Yeah. It's what I was really drawn to. But we just don't keep that stuff around. No. And then um, we are constantly, constantly re- shuffling and rebooting the kids book selection you've gotten really good at doing library books so they have a place to go back to i know so minimalism to us is more like well i don't want to say sanity yeah but i was gonna say simplifying but it's not it's it's that but it's more like it's more like an it's one it's a necessity to satisfy my mental health issues which are Which, diagnosed, they're real. Yeah, and but it also helps me feel better. I mean, yeah. I I was definitely raised with more clutter. Oh yeah. We had I mean, my dad ended up being like a full-blown hoarder, right. but we he but he only really hoarded in one room, the front room, which should have been our living room, but it was just full of shit. But you, you know, all the way to where we are today. So to put in perspective for people, one of Silas's friends asked us if we were moving. <laughs> And I said, why do you ask? No. And he said, oh, well, you don't have anything in your house. Right. <laughs> we do. We will put a po- picture up on Instagram. Yeah. We when our house is at its cleanest and we are at like our most minimalistically efficient, there's nothing in the house. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Do you think that being minimalist is is privileged? No. Because you can be poor and be minimalist. But but if you're poor and you're minimalist, it's potentially not out of desire. But sure, out of but necessity. you still can. Right. But OK, but I mean, being a minimalist as in like going on a Netflix and watching the documentary on it and then like and then listening to a podcast and then being like, I don't need this much stuff. But we were doing this before Netflix. No, I'm not saying us. I'm saying I'm just saying in general, like, do you think the concept like the idea of, of dieting and all of these like, like fucking keto and all the things. It's that's privilege because you have to be able to afford almond flour to like pull that shit off, right? Like you have to come from a certain state of privilege. So I was just thinking as we're talking about, and then you're just going to be annoyed that I brought it to this. No, no. Well, yeah, you bring everything. You bring everything to this. But to answer your question, is you can be poor and minimalist, or you can be poor and be minimalist and wish you weren't. But there are probably very poor people who just don't want to buy shit. So it's not that they don't want to have more money for access to better health care and better food and transportation. Right. But if they had access to more money, they wouldn't be filling their living spaces with it. Right. Because they prefer maybe a, like a lighter living style. I don't know. I'm sure that happens. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Anyway, so it makes us feel good. I think it mentally, I feel so much more relaxed in our house when it's clean Everything's put away. We also find that I like to. I love our. I love our kids. Like they are everything that I live for. I guess. But I really like at the end of the day when everything's put away yeah. and it looks like they don't live here. I cannot. <laughs> the kids go to bed at seven. I can't like sit down on the couch or or podcast. I can't do anything until the house is clean. And I know full well that in less than twelve hours. Ugh. It will be destroyed. It's unbelievable how quickly they destroy the house. But the thing is, then then the average argument would be like, well, why clean it if it's just going to destroy it? Because if you just allow it to keep going, it becomes an absolute disaster. I know. And, but, and it really does keep our anxiety low. I mean, if, like this is something that personally for us has really yeah. helped 
in our journey to reduce anxiety and stress. Absolutely. For all of us. So, I mean, we, I would highly recommend, I have a couple, so I like, um, I'm trying to think of the name. Project 333 is a book and a blog. It's a capsule wardrobe. It's a great place to start. It's 33 items that you wear for three months. So I would suggest that to people considering minimalism. There's also a, a blog and a, a podcast, I think, and she has a book out called Simple Families. She does a lot of mental unloading and decluttering. Sure, as, that's a part of it. As well as... I'm not as good as that at, no, at those no. things. I'll tell you but how you, you get start. started in minimalism. You stop buying shit and you throw shit out. Yeah. Now, throwing out doesn't that's mean simple. in the garbage. It could mean giving it away yeah. or giving it to a friend or yeah. selling it or whatever. But you get it out of your home because yes. you don't need it. Or if you're really worried that you're going to want something, you can put it away in storage. And then, or put, sure. you know, d- you know, if you have it downstairs, you have a closet, you don't go into that much. A lot of times, I think people are afraid that they're going to need something, that they're going to want it, and then all of a sudden they're not going to have it, especially if it's expensive. And that's what I I have struggled with is getting rid of items that are expensive, especially as a person that has is in recovery from an eating disorder, and my body is a different size and shape now. There are so many items that I spent a lot of money on that I really love, but I'm just not going to wear again. And I've had to let go of that. Like, I just have to let go of it. There's no point in keeping those around. And we've had a lot of success giving away things on the buy nothing groups on well, um, yeah. fa- like Facebook. If Every you check- time you post something to the buy nothing group. Yeah. I say the same thing. No one's going to take this. And I say, yes, yes they, they will. will. <laughs> and they do. And then they do. It's unbelievable. And it's so nice that people, I'm like, oh, I was going to, I mean, we were going to toss certain things that we still toss, but oftentimes I think, oh, someone will buy this. I did, or, or, I did or take see it. an item in the Buy Nothing group oh. maybe a month or two ago that I know no one would take. Oh. It was a, it was like a refrigerator magnet that you would get at like, um, like an amusement park sure. or a, with a name on it. I forget the name, but the name was Miss... No, a letter had fallen off. Oh, my gosh. So instead of like... Did somebody take it? Isabel, it was like, Sabelle, and no one picked it up. You know, that's surprising. I mean, the fact that someone would think that there is someone the who... Would, what are you doing? It? It's I like know. when you see someone's like, my kids use eight out of the ten stickers on this, but willing to let go for a dollar. Oh, you're willing? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yes. But if your house was on fire, things. I wouldn't call the fire department because you're an awful person. Yes. People sell stuff. And People think there's value in stuff that's just, just Eric, not. And that is minimal. You're veering. You're no, veering. No, no. Minimalism is accepting that this shit that yes. I've acquired is yes. not valuable. Yes. It's not emotionally valuable. No. It's not financially valuable. It is taking up space yeah. and it is cluttering up my head so I don't have to think about the real problems in my yes. life. Yes. Well, that's we're in a consumerist society where we just buy, buy, buy to make ourselves feel better as you said, and just avoiding our real problems. I would also say a lot of people think more toys are better for kids, but I we just have not have found that the case, and that is not what research says. If you if you listen to Simple Families, a podcast, there are a couple of good episodes talking about different multi-use toys being important, and then the fewer the better. They have to be able to see them. It's kind of a Montessori approach where if you can't see it, you're not going to play with it. So your kids have to have their toys out and, you know, it's in, in an easily... Yeah, out of sight, out of mind yeah, easy, is, is ridiculous. Right. Well, an easy to access fashion for their toys. And then 
and then the fewer the better. I mean, how many times have we got our kids toys and then they go outside and fucking play with sticks? Of course, happens all the time. Just like literally every day. I'm like, remember that amazing thing? And then they're like, oh, or or Olive got this amazing art desk and all she plays with is a string. <laughs> she loves the string. She loves a goddamn string. I know. I'm like, that's it? That's the thing you're going to play with? Gosh. So, so yeah, we we bring minimalism into a lot of our a lot of different aspects of our lives. It's also so what's at the basis of minimalism? It is keep what what you enjoy and what you use and, and it really should hopefully be both. It's a from a functionality perspective, you want to use, you want to keep what you use and then you also want to try to make that the one of the things that you love, right? If you're going to have coats and you use one coat, hopefully you like it. You really, you know, whatever. But I also have expanded that to just people. <laughs> Yes, you can apply minimalism to your social circles. Yes. And it's great. It's bonanas. It's amazing. I only talk to, correspond with, don't really see people right now, but people I like and that add something to my life. And if you are not adding to my life, you are just not part of it. I wish I could give like a very recent example, but I won't. No. But cutting certain people out has been great. And a lot of times it's not even, I'm not really doing it on purpose and I'm I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just really trying to respect that these are the people that bring something to my life and I want to keep like them Like I have minimized it. you right out of the group. Yeah. And I've also minimized like my social media accounts. I cleaned all of those up. I follow only the, th- the things and the people that I want to see. And no fit a, mamas. No, no. Lift mama. No, no fit spoke Blank mama. 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 I know you really don't like Mama. mama. I no, I don't. I know. But anyway, but we really enjoy minimalism in many parts of our lives. So what should we talk about? I have a few things I want to podcast about. Okay. Like want to need to put up any teasers? Future. A little appetizer. Let's hear it. I really want to do an episode where we talk about the trans movement. Okay. I know we did a little bit of that in our last episode when you yelled at me. But I want to get away from the trans movement and defining it simply as pronouns. Like, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably a good one. Yep. Maybe eventually we'll have a guest on. I'd love to have a guest on. I would love mic. to have. Can I say the name? I don't. No. Oh. Huh? We, we know like a very um, successful corporate, like a uh, black woman whose daughter it's friends with our son. Oh, yeah, I don't. That came in a left field, but maybe. I'd love to have her on. Yeah. She's like a she's like a VP of a major international corporation. Yeah, well, she's amazing. I'd love to yeah. talk about like, well, how was it harder to get there as a black woman than it should have been? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good one. And we have a friend who's uh who she's a pediatric dietitian. Yeah. Get her on. She she does intuitive eating. Do you think we can get people on too. in a COVID environment? I don't know. Our room the room is kind of Anyway, yeah, I we would like to Welcome guests. So that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We got some stuff coming up. We are also toying with the idea of doing some series episodes where uh, yeah. there are, you know, multiple parts to one theme as sometimes we get a little lengthy and we're trying to keep these as little quick bits for you to listen as you go to and from or yeah. relax. I don't know. Does anyone relax anymore? Relax no. after your kids are asleep is what I was going to say, but not everybody has kids, but you know. Right. Anyway. We're glad that you're here and you're listening. Don't forget to check out our website, timetowokeup.com. We have an Instagram page at time to woke up. 
You can email us on our website. You can send us hate mail. You can send us hate comments on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of it's just going to be like behind the scenes photos. Like, I'm not going to we don't I don't know that we need to post like our logo like new episode up. Like, nah, no, they can just be much. of, I don't know, something yeah. pertinent. Picture to the, the topic. cat. <laughs> oh, I did post a picture of me and the cat. Cause oh, because he's in the logo. Here. Yeah. All right, he's in he's the very artwork, important, buddy. Anyway, this is time to woke up. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Adios.